This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal, independent, non-alcoholic beer that's actually fucking tasty. Good work, Heaps Normal. Uh, go to HeapsNormal.com, chuck in the code DUTYFREE, or one word at checkout for free shipping around Australia, and I'm looking on a Zoom call with a little heaps normal convert himself, Mr. Luke Heggie. <laughs> yes, that's me, all right. I uh, I got shifted on by the pigs down at the beach the other day, but mm. um, cracked one and then walked off while I was doing it. So, Right, Adam? Yeah, right, Adam. Felt great. Sick. Felt really good in the stubby cooler. They couldn't do a thing. Didn't even question me. Well, I'm actually going through a slab at the minute just sitting outside the hospital waiting for my wife to pop. Everybody said... Hey, second one comes early. Second one comes early. So I thought it'll come early. But if you've ever seen my betting history, no good. It has not come early. No. Nah. This fucker is staying inside and not budging. It's too cold down here or he doesn't like a nanny state. I'm not sure what's happening. But Well, one thing you learn with babies, mate, don't listen to anyone about it. <laughs> Start with a clean slate. Don't listen to one single person with their advice, old or young. Fuck them. Well, I, I must say that two seconds before we hit record, you did give me some advice about what to do when the baby comes home. So I don't know which one to take, the bit of advice you just gave me or the bit before. Yeah, no, don't listen. <laughs> Is it a trap? Who knows? Heaps Normal. Get on heapsnormal.com. Buy some beers. Thanks to all the listeners that have sent us photos of their cans in front of the TV. I've liked it's been exclusively that so far. That's our listeners, smashing cans in front of the telly. Oh, yeah. Don't get pissed. But I thought I might see, you know, someone in a Red Bull wingsuit necking one before jumping off a cliff or something, but maybe it's not that type of beverage. Nah, it's not for extreme sportsmen. Just normal people. (laughs) Get in. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not in the f***ing... the f***ing talking to me! I hope this crashes. Out the f***ing door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Still waiting around for a baby, mate, I see. Still waiting. I've just got Luch on the text. The boy and I are just smashing cigars here at the house. Yeah. Hoping that a lad's going to come out. But I think it doesn't matter now. Cigar, you just have them, don't you? Well, have you got a little cutter? The little two-fingered, thumb and four-finger cigar cutter? No, man, I've got scissors. I'm not falling for that. All right. Um. <laughs> it also doubles up as a little baby thumb remover. <laughs> I've got one sharp steak knife in the house, which is doing a lot of heavy lifting yeah. for other things. It's chopping cigars. It's cutting bits of timber. <laughs> Man, by the end of this week, there's going to be another Cody, though, for sure, I reckon. 
got to be. Oh, well, it fucking has to be. It's over 40 weeks. I don't know how long they hang around for. I don't know. Whatever they want. Surely at some point they just get pulled out. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm going to be on this solo next week perhaps. Just uh, living the dream. Uncontested. That is your dream. <laughs> Just reading your manifesto into a microphone. I know that's your actual dream. I'm here so the fucking federal police don't kick your door in and start looking through your files. That's all I ever started this for, just to build up a slight bit of audience to get the manifesto out. When we hit a certain level, I'm turning you off and it's just manifesto. No, I know you, though. You'll have to call me and go, mate, how do I turn you off Zoom? Yeah. I, I need a hand. I want to record a manifesto by myself. How do I do it? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on up there in New Sick Wales? That's what I'm calling it now. Yeah, New Sick Wales. It's just a half ass lockdown, really. No one really cares. It's still getting around, doing stuff, but yeah. uh, you just can't leave the city. Masks are optional. No one really gives a shit. It's just going <laughs> to hum along for longer than it should. Yeah. I don't know. People, it's, it's weird. Can't really do much, but also... Not quite as vigilant as you, Mob. Had some good listeners send us stuff on Instagram um, after what we mentioned the other week about the uh, about people in Victoria on Twitter. We can do this. Yeah. Let's stick together. We're stronger together, Victoria. I haven't seen much of that coming out of Sydney. No. We're, we're not a champion team. We're a team of champions up here. <laughs> Individuals like Jacko. Are you going um, nuts or are the kids all right? Everyone's fine. Ah, it's fine. I got me out of the house today. You're allowed to go outside and meet your friends, play tennis, that sort of thing. So they're Fuck, going for really? six hours doing that. Yep. That's not a lockdown. Great. Sounds like, or or maybe I haven't read the rules and neither of you, and you're about to cop a fine anyway. Well, no, I did get moved on by the pigs at the beach, but um, that's because I sat down for a second. Yeah. But that's fine. We're just walking down there anyway for exercise. Shorts pulled right up so they look like budgie smugglers so you could tan properly. Yeah. Couple of cucumbers on the eyes, <laughs> sir. The alfoil plate <laughs> up under my neck. Now I had um, I tell you what I did do. Tip Rat itself, my show called Tip Rat was on television the other night. Oh yeah, nice and late after my viewers' bedtime, obviously, but um, it was on about ten forty-five or something. Mate, I didn't even know. I didn't even get a heads up for mine. Came out maybe a month or so ago. Yeah, and I didn't know until I got messages about it. I was like, oh, oh, okay, good to know. You get hate mail for yours? Not a lot of hate mail. A couple of couple of aggressive comments. Yeah. Stock standard, I guess. When you're making fun of a 17 year old suicide bomber at the end, there, you know, it is going to raise a few eyebrows. I just said it was 2016. Yeah. That's in the past. All oh, right, cool. Well, technically, everything's in the past. I've moved yeah. on. I've become a better person <laughs> since that was recorded last week. Um, yeah, I got some quite nasty messages. I'm whatever. At least, but I know people watched it, but they were fairly fucking angry. They're um. Very upset when it gets around to them, these people. A lot of them start with, I've got a great sense of humour or I really like a laugh or that sort of shit. And then goes, until you said something about this, which I didn't like because that's what I am. So I saw one of the emails you did receive. Oh, yeah. Um, and you know you know this because you were kind enough to send it to me yeah. to give me a laugh. Yeah, um, good. You know, You know someone's a dipshit when in the subject they just write question mark? Yeah. Like they don't even understand the concept of a subject line for an email. It's just so frothed up with anger. Oh, obviously very upset though, but like went to the effort of finding out my name, going and finding my website, 
hitting the contact thing and sending him an email. That's a few mm. steps more than most. Most of them, I think, just yell out the window or something, and then the odd one will get on <laughs> Twitter or Facebook. Can I read this message? Yeah, go on. <laughs> you absolute can cockhead. So he's co- he said you absolute can cockhead, which to me seems like he started another sentence and then he's deleted it and go, no, I'm just going to call him a cockhead but forgot. Yeah. That he's also- I don't really know what what would be the most common thing for can. Like I don't know what what he meant to oh, say. No, it's just, just a, a fuck up. Yeah, he's just had a fuck up there. Yeah, right. You want to talk – and then there's three exclamation points after that. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about bullying? Four question marks. I accidentally stumbled across your shit and you're a total dickhead. <laughs> With, you know what? Hey, can't believe – couldn't believe this when I saw it. The correct your. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it wasn't. Oh, you okay. are. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you apostrophe RE? Oh, that's correct in this instance. Yeah. But then I think he's he's stuck on that for default yeah. for later on. <laughs> You're a total dickhead. Five exclamation points. Yes. I reckon this bloke is just got a sticky keyboard, I assume. So he spilled a Jack and Coke on there at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Pull your head in, idiot. And he's got the right you there. I'd love to meet your stupid he- ass on the street. Four exclamation points. Wrong your. Yeah. He has fucked up that one. Fuck you, four exclamation points. Such a fuckwit. Four exclamation points. Oh, good thing he hates bullying, this bloke. You know, yeah. Loves punctuation, though. Yeah. Fucking mad for it. We need more vigilantes out there, anti-bullying people, threatening people. It's great. And the other thing, it's like, mate, you don't need an exclamation point. You've just ended an email with, you're such a fuckwit. Yeah. I get it. You're angry. That's not a, <laughs> you don't have to drive it home. <laughs> Well, he's not having a good life at the moment, this bloke. I, 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 you know, amazing. What amazed me was that so many people at the same time were like invalid and didn't have use of their fingers and all the batteries on the remote controls had run out at the same time. That's what baffled me. I was like, fuck, of course there's a God if that happened. That's amazing. What a What a coincidence. No such thing. I love I accidentally stumbled across your shit. Yeah. Um, which I, I assume that's just flicking through the channels. Yeah, would be. But he didn't stop flicking. I wonder if everybody on at 10 p.m. last Friday night copped the same. Accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, just copped the same angry email. Boy, cunt. Oh, right, Stumbled yeah. across this. <laughs> Did the project rerun. <laughs> I didn't like it at 7. I particularly didn't like it at 11.30. And I've, I've mentioned it on here before. Um the favourite crowds that I'm a part of is when I go to see when I see your live shows, and everybody in the crowd is on board, right? Because it's rare, incredibly rare. Most of the time, it just goes over people's heads or some groups of people. But there's times where everyone is on board, and that is my second favourite audience to be a part of. And <laughs> my first favourite audience is when no one is on board. Oh, <laughs> yeah. When it's a whole bunch of Scots. Brilliant. <laughs> Won't say his last yeah. name. <laughs> Glad you like that because it's thoroughly <laughs> fucking unenjoyable <laughs> and it's never going to stop happening somehow. Because I, I just know how, t- you know, how, how we feel, how time would work. That hour for me flies by oh. and for you, yeah. years. No. <laughs> it's too different. Some of, them are, <laughs> some of them are still going in my head, some of those nights. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Anyway, we better get stuck in, mate. LukeHeggy.com, you might have to end your COVID special of the – Free forms soon. Oh, yeah. Free complaint forms. <laughs> yeah, right 
Let's get stuck in because this week is a magical week. It's a magical number and a magical episode. Yeah. Now, for pretty much the previous 68 episodes, your mate, award-winning comedian, writer, Queenslander, French speaker, Constant Dunlop KT26 wearer and future mass shooter Luke Heggie has sat down and painstakingly scoured the internet for info on the flights and the tip rats we've discussed in those episodes. Heggy, you find not only the news stories with the info, but then you deep dive into Facebook pages, LinkedIn pages, and even old newspaper death notices to discover what has happened to those air ragers post-flight. You do an incredible job, and Heggy, I believe I speak on behalf of everyone listening. We love you for it. But then then this week, I realised it was episode 69, (laughs) and I said, Mr. Elder Scrolls online ad actor, I've got to take this one. 69, dinner for two, the North-South wrestle, a number that if even read out during your eulogy would get a chuckle from most in attendance. And there is only one thing that can be covered in episode 69 of Mid-Flight Brawl. It's not an incident, but an entire airline. Hooters Air puts the fun back into flying. That's right, Hooters Air. The restaurant did your stock standard business manoeuvre from chicks slinging beers and hot wings to starting an actual airline. Announcing top 10 reasons to fly Hooters Air. Myrtle Beach, two hours takeoff to tea time. Nassau, fun sun entertainment. Fort Myers, year-round Florida beaches. Fares from $99. Convenient morning departures and evening returns. No advance purchase. No Saturday night stay. Hooters girls on every flight. All leather seats with extra legroom. Easy to buy, fun to fly. Don't wait. Fly today. Log on to HootersAir.com or call 1-888-FLY-HOOT. Hooters Air puts the fun back into flying. Yes, <laughs> Hooters Air. So good. How good. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I like it a lot. I'm very excited for this. Very, very oh, what excited. What a time to be alive. I know you do all the you do all the hard yards, getting all the info together. But I've been I've been so excited because guess what? Hooters was already in my Google search history, so I wasn't fucking with my algorithms as much. Yeah. So I figured, <laughs> let me take the hit on this one. <laughs> You've already got Murderpedia on yours. You don't need to be chucking Hooters Air in there as well. I've got to ask, though, by opening, have you ever been to a Hooters, a Hooters restaurant? Yeah, have you? Yeah, of course. I've been to three. Why? I've been, I've been to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 2008. I went there with my mate Brett, who I used to play gridiron with. Las Vegas, Nevada, numerous times. I've been to the Hooters restaurant that was in the Hooters Casino that is now unfortunately named the Ovo Casino. Hooters Casino had $1 blackjack, so you're only getting the best people yeah. on the Las Vegas Strip there. <laughs> and uh, and I've been to the Hooters restaurant in the Miami of the South, the Gold Coast. Now, yeah, right. uh, Pittsburgh and Vegas, I ate heaps of food when I was at the Hooters in, uh, in Pittsburgh and Las Vegas. But for some reason, Woo! when I was on the Gold Coast, I wasn't that hungry at all. Woo! I drank a lot. Woo! But I wasn't hungry. <laughs> yeah, right. I also took a photo of my son when he was nine months old outside the one in Singapore, and then I put it up in the family uh, group chat for a laugh. Yeah. Do you get a laugh or do you get told that's not cool? Bit of a mix. <laughs> yeah. <it's> a- <laughs> Good cross section of society in the Cody family. Where did you go? I went to one only once ever. In uh, in Los Angeles, because there was a comedy gig in the upstairs section, and I had an absolutely appalling time. Oh, you did a gig at a Hooters. I've done a gig at a Hooters. Yeah, 
not many people have done that. No. I don't think. Yeah. Real grim. It's terrible. It's the sort of place, at least it was night time. You know, those. It's, it's not a good place to be seen walking into a Hooters. No. One of those businesses that's even dodgier during the day. Yeah. Like, I don't go to strip clubs and shit, but even worse during the day, I reckon, to be seen walking into that. But, um, yeah, this was even worse than I thought it would be. I did, a, I did like, a 20-minute spot. 20? Yep. Wow. The MC came on after. Got nothing. Came on after and goes, anyone understand a word of that? Oof. And they all just shook their heads. Oh, jeez. that was the end of the night. Terrible. Fucking hell. Who were you on with? Were there any were there any big names doing know. the Hooters gigs in LA in La La Land? I don't I couldn't tell you <laughs> any of them. No. <laughs> they were terrible, but like I was the worst. They were actually going well with the kind of comedy I wouldn't generally listen to by choice. Did you get paid? Uh very little, I think. I think it was a cash, like twenty bucks or fifty or something. Stupid. Get some beers, try some wings. It's very good wings, Hooters. I didn't eat anything. I got one beer. Fuck. And then I left in a hurry. You messed up big time. (laughs) Not a great place. One of the worst hangovers of my life came out of Hooters in Las Vegas. I was there with my dad, you know. Why not? Yeah. Cody Cody father-son bonding session. Makes you think, doesn't it? Jeffrey G, Jeffrey J combo. (laughs) (laughs) And we were there and I got the call up. It was in November 2013. I got the call up from Robbo who used to run the gigs for the Defence Force. Yeah. And he said, mate, are you interested in coming to do some gigs for the Navy um, in the Middle East? And I said, yeah, for sure. Uh, when when does it start? And he said, we need you back in two days. From you're already in Vegas. Yeah, I was in Vegas. And I said, well, thankfully, I'm already halfway around the world. I'm probably closer to the Middle East than you are. Why don't I just fly from Vegas? But the Defence Force, you know yeah, how they run. I don't like that. No. Yeah. Can't make it there. On your own. That blows their mind. Yeah. Anything out of the ordinary. Yeah. Well, Robbo was keen on it, I think. He's a legend, but some of the higher ups, you've got to check boxes. Yeah. And um so I didn't I didn't get to fly just from LA to Dubai and onwards. I was maggot at a Hooters with my dad. And then I flew Vegas to LA, LA to Auckland, Auckland to Sydney, hopped onto a military plane, Sydney to Darwin. Darwin to Dubai, Dubai to Jordan. Nice. Did you just leave Jeffrey at the at the Hooters? Yeah, just left him there. Yeah. Figured he's older than me. He'll be able to get home. Man, Hooters are all, there's, they're starting to shut down. In Australia, there are none left. I never got the chance to pop in and say good day to the girls last time. What, the one on the Goldie's gone? It's gone. Is there nothing progress won't take from us? What's happened? <laughs> well, was Hooters Gold Coast where the, uh, where the bloke wanted to be a waiter? Probably. Oh. I don't know. It's a shame, you know, high level mansplaining there. Um, if you'd li- if you'd like a little bit of history on Hooters itself, I don't know if you know this. It actually, I've got to get my own dinger ready here. Uh, yeah, Hooters itself it kicked off in 1983 in the sister city of Wyong, New South Wales, Clearwater, Florida. <laughs> and Clearwater, Florida <laughs> is or has been home to Lisa Marie Presley, Evil Knievel. Oh, professional professional disc golfer Ken Climo. Jesus. Scientology and Hulk Hogan. And so it's a pretty good joint. Is Hulk from there or is that the place where he gets around in a golf cart now? 
Yeah, I, th- I think that's it. He wasn't born there. Yeah, okay. I believe. It. I think he was born in Georgia. It's all around yes. that area. <laughs> yeah, that sort of landmass we call the USA. It's yeah. all around there. You're not getting any WWF heavyweight champions coming out of San Francisco, California, I don't think. No, <laughs> I wouldn't think so. <laughs> they go there to bash the locals to practice. Um, I, I found, like, when they all shut down... Many nations of the world are taped to the streets when a cultural icon is under threat of extinction. Not Australians. Too apathetic. We, well, we just let one. What, what went recently? Um, Sizzler. Sizzler's gone. Not so much as a boo-hoo. I think they could actually blame COVID, though, because it is pretty much a buffet restaurant. Oh, COVID was not kind to restaurants that have a very large footprint. And But the problem is, I reckon Sizzler was set up for COVID. They've already got the sneeze guards. What more do you want? Yeah, I don't know. That's why they're there. You need more than that. To stop COVID. What are um, cruise ships going to do about that? They're going to need to have full sort of fly curtains. Just go. Keep the people away from the buffet. Give them plates. Do you think to get on a cruise ship you'll need to have had the jab? Uh, I don't know. I think there'd be a lot of business lost if that's the case. Because I don't know if you saw our, our good mates at uh in Brisbane, a certain comedy club, I don't know if I should say their name, even though we do love them and have performed there, they put up a post about if you've received your jab, you get free entry into some shows over the next couple months. Yeah, right. It was met with the sort of outrage the internet is built on. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Was there a lot of what about me? I'm not allowed to get here, I'm 20. No, 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 no. Just people say, you know, you're putting the government poison in you. Oh, great. You're getting the government poison. My favourite was uh, some of the comments were for, from a teeth whitening company. <laughs> Literally <laughs> putting chemicals on your teeth yeah. for no reason except to look better in photos. For sure. Yelling about vaccines. It's pretty good. Yeah. Strip that enamel off your teeth. I've got something <laughs> even whiter to put on there. Don't worry about it. No research. Putting it on. It's just Tipex. I looked into it a bit more and uh, you've you, you probably know this, but the name Hooters, double entendre, uh, mm. and you'd love that term. It is French. Hooters being the Seppo slang for titties, and the logo is an owl. Yeah. So a little double entendre there. And contrary to what most people would believe, fully grown adults came up with it. Oh, yeah, six fat businessmen. <laughs> April yes. Fool's Day, 83. That's when it started. <laughs> I love that it took six people. Yeah. At a, at a table to come up with that. Right. And they've shaken hands afterwards. Brilliant. We're onto something. I've always liked that they their locations, they're always handily located near off-ramps or super centres <laughs> or like industrial estate eating, like borderline. family. You could go shopping, get a large U-shaped couch with poofs for your feet and then walk across a thousand berth car park <laughs> and have 50 wings each and a gallon of beer. It's tranquil. <laughs> Mate, did you see the first one? The first Hooters restaurant was built on the site of a former rundown nightclub um, in Florida. Now, obviously, most new buildings in Florida are probably on the site of a former rundown nightclub. Yeah. <laughs> I assume it's just a council zoning law. You build a club, fill it with dumb cunts in white pants, let a former DJ with no business degree manage it, lose cash, mysterious fire when it's empty, repeat. Oh, yeah. It's called the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> it's the American dream circle. <laughs> that's it, yeah. That's their dream catcher. You know where they never had a Hooters? No. Melbourne. Oh. Makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. That's a shame. Mind you, you've still got Draculas and Witches and Bitches or some shit. <laughs> Within a decade, you'll have Hooters and Musical and it'll be a triumph. 
<laughs> we did. You know what Melbourne did have for a bit? A hard rock cafe. Oh, yeah. Top of Burke Street there near near Spleen Bar. Yeah. Um, the hard rock cafe, I remember out the front, there was a Richard Clapton guitar. So <laughs> yeah. not Eric. No. Nah, Richard. Richard. <laughs> Richard. Made his career off off that just mistakes. You're right. <laughs> people making a mistake in Kmart, going, "Rich, greatest hits, thirteen bucks. I'm having that." Get home and go, "Oh fuck, it's the other one." <laughs> I saw him on telly the other day, attempting to look young. Love it. Did he have sunglasses on? Yeah, just a, looks like. Uh, unless he's just got great genetics in the hair department. I I met him. Did you? I did a gig with him a couple of years ago. Yeah, in Sydney, he was a musical act doing his his hit. Yeah, at the end, and and yeah, mate, great hair, real black, like at his age, amazing. Met a few of them. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. Did you? I couldn't. couldn't do it. You will. It's the jet black that's just. I want to. I want to do it one day. It's just so funny. What I <laughs> what I want to do, I, I think I've said it on here before. I want the, I want like the um, mob movie Italian, just the one grey bit at the front. Oh yeah, that's a good look. Yeah, <laughs> just it almost looks like silver spray paint. Yeah, it's not. A, it's beyond hair dye. It's a good one. Yeah, it's um. Do you reckon that's just a bit they missed, or they pull that through the cap when they're doing it? I I reckon it's a little bit through the cap. Yeah, right. And I think they get extra silver on it. Yeah. Or white. <laughs> really, really fucking stands out. It's a did good you, look. Um, one thing I did do, you know that ad you played for Hooters Air? Yeah. You see the comments? No. Oh, pretty good. It's like, it's like what are the top 10 reasons? People are saying things like, oh, more like top two reasons. Oh. You know, those are some beautiful dot, 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 dot engines. Things like that. Like it's just real bumper sticker <laughs> humor. They should have merged with Virgin, Virgin Hooters girls. And I can see that their assets are out in front of the competition, bunch of airbag jokes, built in life jackets, that sort of thing. Real good. Great. Top quality <laughs> clientele jokes. The, the exact sort of people that would have been on Hooters there. Um, Hooters itself, by the way, is going to get its own episode on land larrikins because I was, I was looking into Hooters. And on Wikipedia, the legal issues tab yeah. on Hooters is longer than the business history tab. So <laughs> we're going to have to deep dive into that. Um, and if you're wondering, hey, what's a land larrikins? That's our Patreon-only spin-off pod covering the ground-based grubbery. Patreon.com slash brawl helps keep the lights on here at MFB yeah. HQ. Cheeky little plug. That's the thing you're going to learn about. If Cody's doing the research, there will be plugs put in there. Yeah, well, good because – I got a message from someone saying, hey, why don't you two do two podcasts a week, you lazy bastards? It's like, well, fuck off. It's uh, <laughs> like, oh, you've only got to work. What they say? you only got to work an hour a week. Do more. <laughs> well, that's not how it works, fuckhead. I just, <laughs> well, I just got a text from your mate, Sean Woodland, mm. asking me if our podcast is labelled as explicit because he's launching his own pod, isn't he? Yes. Extra little ad within the ad. Should we help him out? Oh, yeah, damn straight. It's bloody funny. His is uh, Your Hobby is Shit. He's moving over to podcast format from his original written form, traditionalist. But, uh, yeah, it's good. It's short, sharp, and it's very scathing. I like it a lot. Oh, 
very scathing, even more so than you. It's like this, only on this show, Heggy, would I be the upbeat one. What do you mean? Anything else I'm a part of in a team, I'm generally the one bringing the mood down oh, and right. being a bit too harsh. I'm unable to match you. But it's because you always teamed up with ADDs and simpletons. <laughs> <laughs> it's the tried and true method. People running around looking at shiny shit and laughing. <laughs> and I think that's what you'd become if you hooked up with Woodland on a pod. You'd yeah. be the happy-go-lucky, keep-it-all-together fella. Anyway, cop. what's it called? What's his pod called? Your Hobby Is Shit. Your Hobby Is Shit. And Sean, I know you listen to this. Your name still isn't saved in my phone. It's just the phone number at the top, so cop that. Yeah. <laughs> Who does airline know? Who does airline? Kicked off in 2003. Uh, the owner of Hooters, Robert Brooks, he said, uh, oh, well, apparently he started to make some extra cash for the Hooters business and for it to be a flying billboard for the restaurant chain. But I don't believe that, though. October 2003, that's two years after 9-11. I reckon he opened it to show the terrorists who the real winners are. Yeah. Get some Hooters chicks in the sky and some wings what? for the boys. <laughs> yeah, the timing on that, he was just Freedom. an opportunist going for a closing down sale. Like a lot oh, of airlines yeah. just went belly up after 9-11 and um, he just shopped around, found Pace Airlines, said, I'll have that. Mate, they're pretty good though. Luxury charter. Yeah, and anyway, I hope people aren't freaking out thinking the Florida-founded Hooters Inc. didn't operate. They didn't operate their own planes. They went to highfalutin North Carolina and hooked up with Pace Airlines, who you just mentioned. They looked all right, Pace. A charter airline with Boeing 737s that had all business class seating, mm. whole plane business class. Now, who to scrap that to get more seats in, but kept them pretty roomy, 84-inch pitch. Yeah. I don't know if you're <laughs> aware of this, Heggy. Qantas, only 80-inch pitch, and Virgin Domestic, 81-inch pitch. Okay. But good on you, Hooters Air. Yeah. Well, they are bigger. But also, it's like fat golfers. That's their market. It was. That's all they wanted. Golf and golf and planes have a very checkered history, from what <laughs> I've seen the last twelve months or so. <laughs> They're not a good combo. One of my favourite air crash investigations was that who was the golfer? Was Paddy East? Paddy Stewart? No, Payne Stewart. Payne. Payne Stewart. Yeah, had a nap. Yeah, you never you never want your flight to um, lead to jets being scrambled. Oh yeah. Scramble's not a good term No, for Jets. They had a look yeah. in there next to him and went, everyone's asleep in the plane. We'll just leave it alone. They let it fly into a mountain or they shoot it down? No, they didn't shoot it down. They just let it go. Yeah, it was going to crash into something. So they just let it go. Yeah. Save the missile. Thanks, Mr. and Mrs. T. Payer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Must remember to thank them. <laughs> um. The maintenance <laughs> maintenance of flight attendants, though, of Hooters Air, they were based with Pace Airlines in North Carolina. Hooters Air, however wanted to maintain a classier vibe, so they set up the headquarters in sister city of Kalani Island, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Myrtle which Beach. is home to 100-plus championship golf courses, a thong bikini band on the beaches, and a medieval times family dinner theatre. So Brilliant. It is a classy joint. What, you're not allowed to wear a thong on the beach? Yeah, in America. Woman or a man? Yeah. What if a man wanted to do it? Would he be able to? Some Don't think so. That's all right. They've just got some, and it's just there. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, for some reason. No good. You know who's an alumni of Myrtle Beach? It's, uh, well, pretty much no one except Robert H. Brooks. But um, 
I did I did see this before before this was handed over to you. I, I had a little look at Hooters Air. Yeah. And uh, I found none other than Clint Newton. This is a bit of crossover. Rugby league player for the USA. What? Son of Australian golfing legend who one time walked into the propeller of a plane losing an arm and an eye, Jack Newton. Oh, Jesus. Jack went to live in America, as a lot of foreign golfers do. Is he the only American leaguey? Well, you'd think he's just playing all positions by himself. <laughs> just a one-man team. No, they got a team. Was that bloke born there and then came to Australia or born in Australia and now he's living in Myrtle Beach? No, he's born in America. Like his wow. dad um, went there as a golfer and had his son there, Clint, born there. Well, the USA is just a bunch of golf courses and slums. Not a lot else to be seen there, is it? You drive your ball straight over a violent shanty town onto the dance floor, putting for a birdie. Fuck you, poor people. Um, Clint, though, I remember Clint, he played for a slew of NRL teams right here oh, in Australia, no. despite being a sepo. You always tell me, by the way, any more than three teams, bloke's no good. Oh, yeah. As in, not a. Might not- Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Not be a bad player, but a shit bloke. Oh, yeah, you're not shifting around teams all the time. Not great. Or you've got one of those managers who just tells you to do shit and you say, yeah. Um, one time, Clint dated a certain Newcastle Knights cheerleader. Oh, yeah? The most famous one, oh, in Jen- fact. Jen Hawkins? Yes, entrepreneur and business leader, Jennifer Hawkins. <laughs> entrepreneur <laughs> slash Newcastle Knights cheerleader. Yeah, business leader. Um, a dirty player, Clint, good bloke, often the case, elbowing other players in the face, etc. Leave it all out on the turf, filthy on the field, good bloke off the field, not unlike stand-up comedy as a dichotomy. <laughs> Lovable larrikin on the stage, <laughs> fucking grub off it. Get it the other way around. Hey, don't say, don't you put me in that fucking category. <laughs> I wasn't, but it's strange you'd react like that. No, it's always the comedians that don't swear or, oh, I wouldn't talk about that as a subject. Oh, yeah. Well, what have you done? Yep, absolutely. What have you done? Put it all on the table. Be a good bloke offline. Who does <laughs> <laughs> air, though? Uh, some of the airports they flew to. Not necessarily hotspot. They had a few big ones in there. They had Newark, uh, Newark, New Jersey, Las Vegas, Nevada, Houston, Texas, Atlanta, Georgia. But, of course, mainly focused on getting people to Myrtle Beach for that golfing action. What I did notice, though, no LA, Seattle, Portland, or San Fran. Like, I think Hooters there would have been a bit too much for the left coast bloggers. Oh, right. Because I, I don't know if you saw this. There was an LA Times article where the journo had flown Hooters Air. She wasn't wrapped. This was some of the things, oh, right? Wrote. No, I didn't see this. I've never eaten at a Hooters restaurant, but the chain's big-eyed owl logo has seeped into my consciousness, and somehow I know exactly what a Hooters girl looks like. She's a fresh-faced, all-American sweetheart in her 20s, dressed in orange shorts that barely cover her behind and a cleavage-squeezing T-shirt. She serves burgers and chicken wings to patrons of Hooters restaurants 
and now she's walking the aisles on Hooters Air 737s. Just don't ask her to bring you a soda. I fucking, by the way, side note, hate that. Yeah. Soft drink. Soda? Yeah. Mm. Soda pop. Yeah, soda pop. Fizzy Just pop. Just don't. <laughs> the UK, they say fizzy pop, don't they? Really? Like a bunch of children. Yeah, I think so. Fizzy pop. They also call lollipops lollies. Oh, fucking hang on. There's a stick on that. <laughs> well, just don't ask her to bring you a soda or find the emergency flotation device. She's more an ornament than a flight attendant. Oh, that'll get the author cancelled now. Yeah. <laughs> and I love this. In the article, it went on to say, we know the duties of pilots and flight attendants, but the job of a Hooters air girl is harder to pin down. The CEO, Brooke, said, we're still working on that, which I fucking love. Let's open an airline, get it going, and then iron out the main thing that sets us apart from our competition at a later date. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, still, yeah, we're still working on <laughs> the main thing. Yeah. Well, don't they don't they have like actual flight attendants and then just a couple of Hooters girls on the plane? Yeah. And they don't have to do much. Three flight attendants and then two Hooters girls. And uh, on, she said, on my flight, they half-heartedly hawked Hooters T-shirts, which is fucking awesome, just moving merch in the sky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you wait. You wait until we get 20 years into this and we have mid-flight brawl airlines because you've got to pivot eventually, open an airline. Air Jaden. Air Jaden. And we're just selling pencils at 37,000 feet. Well, I won't be. We'll be busy <laughs> flying the plane. We'll have to get other people to do it. <laughs> Charlie will be big enough by then. First job. Yeah. Yeah. She said they half heartedly hawked Hooters t shirts, ran a brief trivia contest, and then dozed in the front row of seats behind me while I spent the hour and a half between Newark and Myrtle Beach fending off a drunk across the aisle. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I wish her colleagues had entertained or, better yet, kept in check the man across the aisle who kept shaking my hand and ordering beers. But that's not what an ornament does. Oh, right, brutal. Yeah, that is pretty brutal. Have they ever had a like? Did you do you find any incidents or anything? I didn't look too much into this. No, only there were so there were no crashes. No, uh, there was one arrest. I'll get to that quickly though. Uh, in a in a minute because what I there's a video that um, had some Hooters Air staff on there. The Hooters girls talking about what separates them from the flight attendants. What do they say in terms of flying on the airplane? Any training, anything like that? Um, There's certain things that we can't touch, I guess you can say, on the flight, but otherwise we're there to have fun, entertain, and just be friendly. Since we're not certified as flight attendants, we can't help them. They're not certified (laughs) flight attendants. (laughs) Thankfully, they're not. Do you know why our beer is so cold here at Hooters? Because we keep it in the refrigerator. And I, I heard that too. I'm, I'm unclear if that's a joke or not. Like, I don't get it. And I don't know if that's... That's what I thought. I thought from that clip from the ad... Do you know why our beer is so cold here at Hooters? Because we keep it in the refrigerator. I, I genuinely don't know if there's a joke there. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? It's a, it's a really strange thing to put on. I don't know. Anyway, someone <laughs> thought it's a good idea. Maybe, maybe she was ad-libbing. Yeah, give us who, some facts about the restaurant. Do you know why our beer is so cold here at Hooters? Because we keep it in the refrigerator. The only story that did uh, that I did find, um, because there were no no punch ons, no, and I tried to find anything on a fight, uh, 
But I guess that's the I guess that's the thing. If you're flying Hooters Air, it's already a bit of a loose unit that might be getting on there. They're going to drink. They've got the extra seat pitch, so you've got a bit of leg room. That's not going to make you cranky, and you're relaxed. Like it's it's um maybe this is the antidote to grubs on planes. Just Hooters employees can be used in the skies to placate angry men. Like I don't know. I don't know. This has nothing to do with the rags to riches story of Hooters Air, but. You know, you, you can control 20 or 30 young bulls with one donkey in the paddock. <laughs> they break up fights. Just, they bite Frisians on the balls or the, or the neck to stop them from fighting. They fucking ate dogs and stuff too, so they kick foxes and shit. Pretty handy. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, donkey on a plane. That would sort folks out. <laughs> Get one on there. <laughs> no one's fucking around. Donkeys kick fight. Like someone's fighting, a donkey will kick you. Donkey air. We could probably open that. Yeah. After what COVID's done to the airline industries. We're not far off being able to fly a plane. I reckon a few more Patreon subscribers and we've got ourselves a – what would be the – but just just Gold Coast Bali, that's it. Air Jaden. Well, Air Jaden, well, you start with that, but you've got to expand you have to, to. Uh, North Carolina, Shannon. <laughs> just that's it. Back and forth. Don't even get off. Rockhampton, Townsville. Yeah. Get you to the Goldie and then on to Bali, bus. Yeah. The only <laughs> – the only Hooters Air story of note, though, that I found oh, yeah. because there weren't any many actual issues was the launch, the first flight, the inaugural flight from Scranton, oh. Pennsylvania. Yeah, I don't know if you saw this. It was marred by a terrorist scare following an ill-advised, off-handed remark made by a passenger um, to WKRZ, even though it doesn't sound as good as WKRZ morning host yeah. Rocky Rhodes. That's his name. Yeah, of course it is. Fun little name. And just in case you're thinking, fuck, I bet you radio in America, the stingers would sound very different to those in Australia. Rocky and Lissa on 98.5 KRZ. They don't. Yeah. So Rocky. <laughs> Rocky. Jesus. Rocky was doing a phoner back to the station when the man in the seat in front of him, making an attempt at humour, turned and said, you look something like a terrorist. Right. So Rocky just laughed about it. I looked him up. Doesn't. He signed off. The jocks at the station, well, not the ones that we've been shown. The jocks at the station talked about the remark on air. The conversation was heard by employees at a county airport who contacted the TSA, the Transportation Safety Administration. Fucking snitches. Fucking dobbers. I mean, they do hate the word terrorist. Like imagine 2003 saying the word terrorist or bomb anywhere. On American soil, you get shot. Well, obviously, the people at the county airport, the TSA, didn't give a fuck about what they had to say because after the plane landed in Orlando, <laughs> so yeah, they've just let it fly. The plane was surrounded by emergency vehicles. The guy who made the comment was let off in handcuffs, and the passengers were put through further security screenings. Which I'll be honest, probably a smart move. Just question everyone on a Florida-bound Hooters flight. Also bit late once it's landed surely yeah. if he's going to do something he'd do it in the air yeah exactly that's crazy they still have to show their presence though make their presence yeah. known land of the free um how long did how long who did there go like that was first flight 2003 what happened that oh that was the first flight from scranton pennsylvania oh, so it's right. kicked off in 2003 there haven't been any issues things are going well people are generally uh liking Hooters Air, right? Because they cheap got too. pretty cheap, uh, easier to book, extra legroom, and they had, as we said, everybody trying to get to Myrtle Beach to play golf 
they had extra baggage for the fans of golf, which we are not, Heggy. We've discussed this many times. We do not like golf. I don't like seeing a set of golf clubs at the airport. I think I'll, I'll push in in front of someone who's got them. So, nah, not having that. You've already got enough money. Something's <laughs> happened. You're taking golf clubs somewhere. Just get the rentals, fuckhead. What's the difference? I told you the other week now, I've had a bunch of mates hit mid-30s and they hit me up about, mate, come out. Come out for a hit, a hit of golf. Yeah. I mean, there's other – I think a lot of it's just unhappy. Like they're just going to get out. They need to escape. You can just get out, just open the door and walk out. You know, see, in, see in a couple of hours, I'll be back. Just need to go out on my own for a bit. They need other blokes, like Saturdays are for the boys types, and they need six or eight hours for that bit much. Yeah, I'd rather just drink. Yeah. Or do anything but play golf. Yeah. Either walk or drink. That's what I don't like. I don't like this, this mashup of exercise and alcohol. Oh, yeah. No need. It's like those running clubs. It's like we're we're drinkers with a running problem. Uh, yeah. And every kilometre they have a beer. You go, you've just fucked both of them. Yeah. Just run or drink. One of them was already (laughs) fatally flawed. Um, When I used to when I used to work in the shop, they'd have like promotions. Girls would come and give away a thimble full of fucking new drink or, or wine tasting or something on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. That's pretty grim. I don't think they'd have it anymore and the nanny state would have got rid of them. Um, but it was pretty – like they just did nothing. They just stood there. And blokes had come in and like turn around to me and raise their eyebrows and go, I bet you know where you're going after your shift. <laughs> da, 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 all that. <laughs> Get Man, that for a few the- hours and they'd just pack up and leave. I remember once I worked with an American guy named Matt who said that the world, a lot of it is like the game Grand Theft Auto. There's about 15 actual characters and then the rest are just copy pastes. Yeah. And <laughs> that bloke, yeah, but, you know, he, mate, yeah. he was at my pub in Melbourne as well. <laughs> oh, they copy are paste. Everywhere. He'd walk into my shop 20 times a day, <laughs> especially when there's someone giving out, you know, brand new cans of Cosmopolitan mix or some shit <laughs> on a Friday Arvo. They'd love it. I'd remember, fuck, where did I work? I worked somewhere where there was, there'd just be, oh, mate, you know what? I think it's at, it's doing stand-up, but uh, I haven't seen it in a while, though, European Beer Cafe. Yeah. on the, After the Saturday show, because the, that place is just four levels, they're trying to do everything, there'd be someone just selling jello shots. What? There's somebody walking around selling jello shots. Well, that slick back greasy guy with the roses. That sort of thing, like an yeah. unsolicited Jello shots guy. Hope not to get noticed by the bar or yeah. bar sanctioned. No bar sanctioned, but not the right. not the slick back hair. More of this type. Do you know why our beer is so cold here at Hooter? Because we keep it in the refrigerator. Sling and jelly shots. Yeah. <laughs> we um, oh, it's good to see it's still around. A lot, a lot of these, all these Hooters women, they they're now unemployed. Good one. They could be dispersed to all airlines to have a calming effect on rowdy men. I just, like, you know, a lot of people unemployed now thanks to progression. <laughs> Less often talked about side effect of cleaning up society. You don't see fucking dwarves anymore, do you? Ever since knowing, I'm not condoning any of this stuff before you, the fucking switchboard lights up from Melbourne, but before you campaign to get rid of society's more off-colour elements, get these people fucking jobs. Like, I don't. I wouldn't go to a circus of any description. Makes me sick to the stomach, but let alone a freak show one. But 
I've never told a bearded lady that she should just sit in a tenement flat out of sight for the rest of her life, never to work again. Get them a job before you do the good deed publicly. <laughs> but maybe that's the thing now is you're meant to hire everyone. Bearded lady might be a cop now. Yeah, I doubt it. I think the people who campaign to get rid of the bearded lady because everyone was poking fun at her, they wouldn't think past, geez, I did a good job there, marching for that. Mm. Now she's unemployed and really unhappy, sitting around with all the dwarves and stuff. Pat yourself on the back, though. You did a great progressive thing. Yeah. You know what I did uncover, though, on my Who Does Air information search? And it turns out that somebody did stand-up comedy about Who Does Air. Oh, yeah? Sweet. And I found the clip online. And, man, I'm amazed you haven't heard it because it's actually your favourite comedian, Larry the Cable Guy. You know what I did find out, though? This made me happier than the Pillsbury Queer Boy frosting up some hot butt cakes, I tell you. Frost. Hooters got an airline now. They fly into Atlanta, Georgia. Good Lord, that's a good airline. I got 8,000 frequent boner miles on there, all right. Yeah. Uh, that's a good geez. airline. First time I ever asked for an aisle seat and prayed for turbulence on an airplane. <laughs> but them flight waitresses, they ain't very smart, though. They had the Hooters flight attendant in there, and I asked her if I could see the cockpit, and she pulled her shorts down. You believe that? I'm with you. It's ridiculous. And think, the idiot next to me goes, is that the black box I was talking about right there? Makes you think, doesn't it? Reverend, do you want to knock it off? Fucking hell. I mean, I've, that's the first time I've ever heard Larry the Cable Guy, let alone studied him like you have. <laughs> but it's not great, is it? No, no good. <laughs> I just want to know what the fuck the start of that clip was. Hear this. Yeah. You know what I did find out, though? This made me happier than the Pillsbury Queer Boy frosting up some hot butt cakes. I t- the Pillsbury Queer Boy hot hot. What was it? Frosting up some hot cakes. Hot Frosting butt cakes. up some hot butt cakes. Yeah. Wow. Just some, just, just some gay slander all chucked together at speed. Round of applause <laughs> generator. Oh, he's learned some words at pace in order. You followed that up with your second favourite bit of stand-up, ugly flight attendants. But they was pretty girls on there. There's some airlines ain't got pretty girls. I was on this airline the other day. I ain't going to mention the name of them, Continental. All right, but... Uh, <laughs> They was the ugliest flight attendants I ever seen. I shouldn't have made eye contact, and I did, and I looked right at that one girl, and my wiener went in and out my butt crack. All right. All right. Uh, this guy <laughs> fills stadiums, doesn't he? Is yeah, that, that, that was in a football stadium. Makes you think, doesn't it? Fuck. Oh. <sighs> Woo! Let's try and get the vibe back up here. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know his... You know his uh, He's got his little catchphrase. No. Get her done. In or what? Get her done. Get her done. Yeah. Get her, like get, G-I-T, space R, space D-O-N-E. You got to get her done is the ringtone. This is Larry the Cable Guy. There's a lot of ways to say get her done. This is one. Get her done. Here's another one. Get her done. And here's another different way. Get her done. All three different meanings to the word get her done. Wow. He's on the toilet for one of them at least, isn't he? <laughs> that's, uh, that's the Larry the Cable Guy ringtone. 
somebody's put that up for free on YouTube. And yeah. Michael commented underneath, most talentless comedian ever, millionaire many times over, go figure. So now I know how to find you on YouTube, Heggy. You're under Michael. <laughs> was he, was Larry the Cable Guy one of those guys who did the like comedy highway men or some shit? There's three or four of them. Yeah, blue, blue collar comedy. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those. I'd love it if they just came out as frauds. They're just upper class pricks who are just playing dumb just to get the blue collar dollar. I think that bloke, he got famous the old school way, like calling into radio stations, just doing a character. Oh, yeah. Like um, Guido Hatzis. Yeah. Husey. Husey used to do that. Did he? What, he'd ring up and do jokes? Well, it wasn't a character. It was just Husey calling in, doing stand up. Yeah. I remember hearing him as a kid calling in, talking about the doll. It's hard being on the doll every two weeks. Got to find a pen. Right. <laughs> yeah. Bit, Different time. Bit of good doll gear. Now he's bought a house from the block for yeah. over $3 million while he was walking to the shops. So, yes. Get, get her done. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what you need. You need a catchphrase. Have you workshopped any? What are you looking at, cunt? No, nah, that's yeah. too harsh. No, nah, um, too much. Too, too much, much for the masses. What do you something think? they can relate to so their stupid <laughs> heads don't explode. <laughs> you know, <laughs> send them at midflight brawl on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Some catchphrases for Heggy and I. Because I know once somebody sent us child book, our, our children's book names. Oh, yeah. Um, so send those through. Heggy and I need some catchphrases. What would yours be? Oh. And don't say it in French. I know you want to. No, nah, I'm not. <laughs> I, it makes it makes my stomach turn to think about catchphrase comedy. Like it's not, I don't know, terrible, terrible stuff. I'm not doing it. Before we get out though, do you have any more on Who Does Air? Well, the fall of Who Does Air, mm. you know this, didn't you? There's one bit I did read. 2005, Who Does announced that it would end its service to Rockford, Illinois, and uh, obviously losing that flight route is the death rattle yeah. for any decent airline. <laughs> <laughs> Who does Air One? HA One flies to Rockford, Illinois, oh, yeah. and then all all commercial services suspended on Jan nine, two thousand and six. Then the parent company Pace they continued for another few years, but on April seventeen, two thousand and six, Who does Air ceased operations, holding scheduled public charter service and refunding tickets, and they attributed. The finish of Hooters Air to what caused the end of Hooters Air, Heggy? I know you know it. <laughs> I know it. It's a it's a famous weather event, Cyclone <laughs> Katrina. Would you believe it? <laughs> when I heard that, I thought their entire fleet must have been up in the air when that hit. <laughs> Hurricane Katrina and Rita have gotten together yeah. to just ruin Hooters Air. Well, it's just that's opportunist shit, isn't it? It's like it's it's Cyclone Katrina, and then they said that drove fuel prices up. A bit like COVID, making a lot of opportunist businesses get rid of the more annoying elements of customer service. You know, it's, you go to a restaurant and they're like, oh, "Sorry, I'm not taking your order." You can sort out that little code thing at your yeah. at your table and order your own food. And even though it's it's just more safe slash fucking saving on staff. It's gross. And, they, and then they come and pick up your plates anyway. I've clearly licked the gravy off it. They're not too germ-free to touch that. Get a pen and paper, come and take my fucking order. What do old people do? They can't do that. I am literally drinking the dregs out of this wedges bowl 
<laughs> that they're going to touch. Just come yeah. and take my order. There's no way that doesn't end up costing the consumer more money because they're paying for an app. For sure. You've got to pay a third party yeah. a couple of extra bucks on top of your drinks order or your food order for that. I don't like it at all. Safety. Plus old people, they've just got to go home and have a piece of toast. They can't figure out a fucking app. Need <laughs> someone to come and take an order. They'll just starve to death in the pub. Yeah. <laughs> um, I paid $13 for a pint of mid-strength beer the other day Jesus because of safety. Christ. Yeah. Well, it was an app. Oh, safety has driven the prices up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fucking hell. Yeah, but how's that? Hurricane Katrina and Rita have caused well, that, the collapse. That shows just how close to trading insolvent most airlines and businesses in general really are. Well, as soon as they tried putting their ticket prices up a bit, punters weren't having that. They're just out of business. You'd stop trading for a couple of days as an airline, you're probably out of business. I wonder how many people just blame kids on not doing what they actually want to do. for it. Oh, absolutely nearly <laughs> everyone. Like and, very close to 100% would say, yeah, I was going to do this, but then I had kids. Yeah. That was it. I love them and everything, but they've ruined all of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> kids, the original COVID, just shutting yeah. down businesses everywhere. I love that the airline is estimated to have cost Hooters of America Forty million dollars, yeah, right. which is a lot of wings. Well, depending on the night, could be more. They do do bargain nights, but uh, yeah. My favourite quote from the owner Robert Brooks: When it all started, we don't claim to have any airline expertise, <laughs> but the people who are supposed to aren't doing so well either. Yeah, Brooks says we won't be any worse than the rest of them. <laughs> what a motto! <laughs> no worse than the worst. We don't claim to have any airline expertise. And then the line earlier, we're not sure what we're doing with the Hooters girls on the planes yet. The, um, they're the biggest collateral damage, though. It's gone. See you, ladies. Good luck for your respective futures. What do you, what do you reckon happens to you more long-in-the-tooth Hooters women on the ground or in the air or any airline staff, really? They just get shunted out. Ageism's alive and well. But then how does that, how does that bode with the, with the, um, the Melbourne types? Because... Uh, you wouldn't want Hooters in the first place because it's objectifying, no. but then you sack them. So mm. what's that do? I don't know. Somewhat of a quandary. Glad I'm not in it. Not for me. Don't worry about what happens next. You already saved the world <laughs> <laughs> by getting Robert it shut Brooks. down. Do you see what happened? Robert Brooks got sued. Oh, well, fuck, of course he did. I... Yeah, but two college boys brought the idea to him. They said, hey, Robert, you should do oh, Hooters really? there. He goes, yeah, piss off, boys. And then he did it, and then oh, they came Robert. back a few years later and said, give us some money. But uh, he got out of the court case, like a lot of rich white men do, by dying of a cerebral aneurysm <laughs> in 2006. Sneaky. Yeah. Very sneaky. Oh, so who does, ultimate... air, who does air shut down and then Robert kicked the bucket? He died that year, yeah. Oh, grim. But why would the college boys fucking sue him? Surely they'd just see a business that they thought of cost the company forty million, and they turn up going, "Oi, I want some of this disaster." I, I think they started the process before it uh, went down. They wanted in, and Robert was saying, "Nah, piss off." Um, he had a son, Robert Mark. Do you know about this? Nah. Why would I? They're rarely as successful. Oh well, this one definitely not. He was. He was uh, in 1993. Mark was on a plane owned by Hooters Racing Team. 
along with Hooters, NASCAR champion driver, Alan Kulwicki, Special K, or the Polish Prince. And this is a man. The Polish Prince had a comb in his car. So if he won, he could take off his helmet and comb his hair before the cameras got to him. Right. What a guy. <laughs> anyway, the, uh, the, the pilot of this Hooters corporate plane forgot to use the de-icing equipment on approach. Oh. Alan, Mark Brooks, brown bread. Oh, no. Hooters Racing, Hooters Airlines. Robert Brooks, Hooters found. All wasn't lost, though, because the 2007 Hooters calendar was dedicated to Robert H. Brooks in his memory. <laughs> R.I.P., everybody. <laughs> was that the little pamphlet you get at the funeral? Twelve chicks on there. Hooters next calendar. To, next to all the Psalms and everything. <laughs> If, ladies and gentlemen, if we could all turn to June, yeah. check out this bird, and then we'll <laughs> sing this. Um, oh, oh, what a shame! A man who did so much for the world. Hooters, there. Did you ever? You went to Vegas. Did you ever get to Hooters Casino in Las Vegas, Heggy? I don't think so. I don't recall. I was there for a few days, and they were a bit hazy. I don't know what happened. I think I would have remembered Hooters there. Hooters Casino. Hooters uh, Casino. I beg your pardon. Yeah. Hooters Casino had been a few times and then December uh, December 2019 went to Vegas to shoot that thing for Virgin and I thought, fuck yeah, a bit of dollar blackjack and some wings. Yep. I know where to go and uh, went to that, that corner of the strip to find that Hooters Casino, that's gone as well. Oh, this world stop at nothing. It's now, a, it's now an Oyo, Oyo Hotel and Casino. So when you play a dollar blackjack, all the the casino chips all sticky. Oh, I assume everyone's just eating wings. It is and playing blackjack. Grim clientele. Yeah, I saw a bloke with an eye patch who took it off just to. I said, "Do you have the fake eye under there?" And he said, "Of course not." Just lifted it off. Just a big gaping hole in the head socket. Yep, just the socket. What do you mean? Of course not. Of Otherwise course he not. Wouldn't well, have had a patch. Yeah, he wouldn't have had the patch. But he just showed mm. me at the table dollar blackjack. You are definitely. The, the good thing, though, Hooters, uh, you'd be very interested to know some of the shows that were on at Hooters Casino, Prince Tribute Show, Purple Rain, yep. Mail Review, Men of X. Men of X. The Dirty Joke Show, and Topless Review, Rack and Roll. Rack and Roll. Nice. I like it. You know what they used to call Hooters? The Breastaurant. Oh. The world's breastaurant or something like this. Makes yeah. you think, doesn't it? does make you think. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> Again, Hooters, they've tried to get into airlines, failed. Yep. Casino. That's, I must say, it is the one that always gets me. What? When you fuck up a casino, a building filled with games rigged in your favour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you come out behind. <laughs> as far as the airline goes, I, I mean, they got three years out of it, not one incident. Well, there's, there's been much worse airlines. It's never featured on a list no. of bad airlines. It's fine. That's why it was so amazing to find because it, there's no air crash investigations involving a Hooters Air. Yeah. No no real punch-ons, nobody screaming. I mean, it failed financially, but they all do eventually. But incident-wise, pretty clean, probably the best airline ever, Hooters Air, on paper. I wonder how many how many Patreon subscribers until we just charter a plane, fly somewhere. Well, get an old Hooters plane. <laughs> I should, should have a look on eBay. 
Um, I'm not getting on a charter plane, probably ever. Something about it. I don't think I'll do it. You just don't want charter in front of the flight. I also don't like the Hooters planes had the owl on the on the tail. Yeah. Which it's like, that's a fucking bird that flies at night time. Yeah. I don't want it on the wing of a plane flying in the day. It doesn't sit right. omen, you think? <laughs> it all went downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks so much for your support. Thanks for everybody helping us out on Patreon. Uh, Haggy, you're in lockdown, but do you have anything coming up? Well, uh, no, I can't really plan for much. Um, I don't know by the time this comes out. might be all right. Who knows? I don't know. We're a bit magical up here with COVID. just seems to take care of itself in some ways. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, not really. Some dates towards the end of towards August, September, Brisbane Comedy Festival, end of July, if I can get up there. Beautiful. Uh, that should hum along. But yeah, you? No, nah, nothing. Baby. November 6 and 7, uh, the Great Australian Podcast Festival down in Melbourne at the Palais Theatre. We're going to be there. Yes. The first ever. They're going to need a deep clean on that joint after the podcast festival. A lot of Glen 20s going to get emptied in that theatre. <laughs> Mate, I've, it says across two stages at the Palais. Now, I don't think we're going to be in the main stage, Peggy. Absolutely not. I reckon we could be in a car park situation at the Palais. I'd prefer that. I would much prefer that. Just next to Luna Park. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Go get a fucking fairy floss, come back. You could do it on that old roller coaster. Does that still run, that yeah, roller coaster? Yeah, the, the scenic railroad. Yeah. I've told you, man, I was on that as a kid when it broke down. That's why I fucking hate rides. Yeah. No good. Got stuck on that. I'll tune into Land Larrikins because there's a bit of a bit of a carnival ride story coming up on, a, on an episode soon that I was just looking at today. Well, get around us. Midflight Brawl on Instagram. Send us a message, midflightbrawlpod at Gmail. Patreon.com slash midflight brawl for the extra eps. We'll see you next week. Bye. See you, mate. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's midflight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. 